One Charlie. Mark, one Charlie. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm full of optimism. Einstein's theory of relativity. And we're still seeing it quite well through that haze. E equals MC. That all men are created About the future innovations. And growing strength in the air. This is Finding Your Frequency with your hosts, Jeff Spinard and Ryan Treasure. It's time to speak up, share your voice, and hear from the thought leaders. Welcome to Finding Your Frequency. I am your host, Jeff Spinard. I am the CEO and president of World Talk Radio, home to the Voice America Talk Radio and TV networks. My co-host, who happens to be flying home from uh, California right now, is in the is flying home while I'm flying solo today. However, no, I can't say solo because I have a special guest in with this studio with me today, uh, Mr. John Missile, my TV director. John, what's happening? You, you, I can't. Excited to be back on the show again. Uh, it's always fun. Always a great yeah, show. Yeah, I, I, I was afraid to do this by myself, so I had to bring in. I'm just kidding, by the way. I just want to have John with me. Anyway, um, last, <laughs> to talk about uh, the, last week, we had two excellent guests on the show last week. Who are you tuning in? Outstanding show last week. It really was. <laughs> yeah, we had Chris Salem on the show. Uh, Chris, you know, what can I say about Chris? He's a phenomenal, uh, phenomenal guy. He's out and about. Uh, I've seen him more over the last, you know, six months to a year. Uh, I saw him out at uh, City Gala, uh, City Summit. Uh, uh, we did a uh, Influencers Unite party in Dana Point. Uh, you know, he's written books. He's an accomplished author. And he's going to be uh, on the Influencer Channel. Yeah, amazing multi-talented. He really is. Uh, it, it's awesome to see people like that that, that are so multi-talented. Yeah, yeah. Chris is great. And then, of course, Maddie Rose Holler. Uh, this girl, just to give you guys a little background, uh, Maddie was 12 years old when she started with Voice America Kids. Um, this is where her media career kicked off. Uh, the girl didn't know she was kind of, you know, blossom into this media personality, but apparently she caught the bug, uh, and now she's at the Walter Conkright School for Broadcasting. She does a special show there at the uh, at the college. You know, she's just blowing up and doing her thing. I remember a little girl comes in, comes <laughs> in with her mom for the auditions at, at the, the auditions, other right? Yeah, right. Was, that was a years ago. My gosh, she was just a little girl then. Yeah, she's a terrific young lady. She's just doing awesome. Yeah. Doing awesome. So she was great on the show. So if you guys want to hear any interviews, of course, go to Finding Your Frequency on the Variety uh, homepage, uh, and you can listen to any of our past shows that we've done, any guests we've had. So, moving forward, John, uh, we just did a live broadcast uh, from California, which is why Ryan is in the air, uh, coming back. So, we did the California Women's Conference. Yeah, amazing. amazing. I, what is this? And I, I don't remember, I apologize to our audience, but like 40 years or the 42nd year of it's, that conference? Yeah, many years, uh, many years with the conference, but, uh, you know, just the, uh, the content, I listened to... I kept it on pretty much the whole time, and the talent and the performance and the speakers, it was just an exciting event. You know, there was some, Forbes Riley was there, Allison Hildebrandt Larson, uh, just, you know. Rebecca Hall Greider. All of them, all of them. Just a great event. 
Uh, so all that's up on the live events channel. You can go tune into the live events channel and you can check out all of the interviews of what happened uh, at that event. Oh, the energy is amazing. Energy, you, you <coughs> can incredible. Put, put a man on the moon with that energy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and of course, uh, you know, we have next week, me and Ryan are back on the road. We're going down to Orlando. Uh, we've got the Sapphire uh, USAG conference. Uh, which is a technology, it's all advanced technology. SAP. SAP, yep, yep. So we'll be there uh, live broadcasting uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. So Ryan and I will be actually going for the entire week. So next week we'll either have to pre-record something or we'll run a rebroadcast. So that's next week's show. Now coming into today's show, uh, I want to introduce this gentleman, a uh, very impressive gentleman. Mr. Jean-Luca Gibbons, a.k.a. Mr. Lifestylist, is an international speaker, musician, and entrepreneur. Uh, he was born on the beautiful island of Bermuda. Uh, throughout his life, he has had the privilege of learning from many experiences and cultures, having lived, spoken, and performed on stages around the world, from Africa to Spain, to studying jazz in Cuba. How cool is that? So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, really. Uh, by the age of 16, Jean-Luca had already traveled to 16 different countries, lived in, lived in five, and was fluent in three languages. Jean-Luca, welcome to the show. Oh, th thank you for having me, Jeff. Thank yeah. you. And Man, you have well a... You, John. <laughs> you have such an impressive background. Uh, you know, we've been talking uh, over the last couple of weeks and you know getting to know you a little bit better uh you're actually we'll talk about this in a little bit but you know give give the audience a little uh descriptive of who jean Luca is well you know jean Luca. i guess at the base of all i'm a people person i love people people you know, is the um, thing i love people in fact my my grandfather and my great-grandfather were both very much people you know people person and they also had their own radio show you know so i remember sitting in with them when i was younger and um i really learned from them how to learn to love people you know like there's goals there's ambitions there are talents you have to develop the things you want to achieve but at, at at the premise of all of that people are the thing that matter the most so that's who i am I'm a people person and whatever i can do to help love people it. live better lives be happy you know that's I'm in the business of making people smile. You know what? I, I think that's the business we're into, right? Exactly. <laughs> and now, now with you on the radio, that makes three generations, right? Right. I, I got to keep it going. You know, exactly. I, can't, I, I can't fight it. <laughs> I love, love that. Love that. Jan Luca, yeah. we were talking a little bit about your uh, your growing up. Uh, tell us a little bit about your adventure and you know how you get to where you are today. Okay. Well, my adventure started before I could remember. Yeah. Um, <laughs> really, when I was one years old, um, my, my parents decided to travel to Cameroon, Africa um, to be missionaries. So my first memories from the ages of one till about seven, you know, was growing up in Cameroon, Africa. Um, totally different culture from where I live now. And um, because my dad was a minister, my mom was a, um, a counselor, you know, they, we, we traveled a lot. We went from living in Jamaica to right. Bermuda to Michigan. And um, traveling really opened my eyes to a lot of things. Um, one, it, it helped me build up confidence because when you travel, especially across cultures and language barriers, you know, mm -hmm. you, right. you have you got, you got to learn a lot about yourself and the people. Um, but it also helped me to observe people better, you know, to study patterns, to get to know people. And I can before you see that. Yeah, before you say, that. I don't like it, 
you learn it and then you right. adapt to it. Right. So yeah. So fluent in three different languages. Well, what are those languages? Um, French, 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 Spanish, and English. And I'm learning a little bit of Portuguese. Not there yet to say I'm fluent, but I'm, right. I'm getting there. Now, some, <laughs> some of these, some of these languages, they they kind of just differentiate a little bit. Yeah, like um, Portuguese and Spanish are very similar, and then the basic structure of French is similar to um, Spanish and um, Portuguese. So, so once you learn the rules, it's, it's not so difficult. It's just. Kinda, I think that would know, take a lot of time. Learn all those languages. It does, <laughs> but you know, but it's worth it. <laughs> yeah, well, absolutely. I mean, you know what? Uh, you saying that you're a people person, it makes complete sense. You know, all the traveling you've done, the countries you've been to, learning three different languages. God, yeah. you must have met thousands upon thousands of people. Um, now you're what do we, the life for Jean Luca now? You are. I, I've seen you out and about, and I see you a lot more. Uh, a lot of the influencer. Uh, events that we've gone to that we've done broadcasting from I see you there uh, tell us what you're doing now uh, in that arena okay well um, I, I started my brand um, Mr. Lifestylist um, and Mr. Lifestylist is a brand I've created out of um, my belief in millennials you know um, th there's so much potential there there's so much ability and um, I've, I've created this brand um, not only to speak but to coach, to interact, to mentor millennials into unlocking their self-motivators that will propel them into success. And upon creating that brand, I connected with some key players in um, the speaking the speaking circuit. I connected to Christy Drayling, a mentor of mine, yep. who then connected me with Allison Larson. And um, I joined the West Coast Speakers Coalition, and Allison just been inviting me to different events. Um, introducing me to different people and it's been opening so That's many doors. That's Allison, right? Oh yeah, she's such a <laughs> such a wonderful lady. You know? yeah. I got to meet her daughter too. Yeah, um, who's also a phenomenal person, and it's just a great circle to be in. You know, yeah. people are so willing to help you and just collaborate to to make the world a better place. Yeah, it is a great circle, and of course, I live in that circle. You know, I'm on the board for the West Coast Speakers Coalition, and awesome. you know, I know Allison and Forbes and James Dentley, and you know, the whole. You know, uh, uh, influencer realm, uh, and we're you know putting together or building this channel together. Uh, Al uh, myself, Allison, and Eric are responsible, pretty much for the uh, for the influencers that are going on the network. Overall, I have final say uh, on the channel because it's obviously Voice Mark Influencers uh, channel. But uh, again, this is a, this is our our our, uh, our our own private party there. <laughs> yeah, and it's a fun party to be in. It is. It is. Just the people that you meet, the experience that you're, you gain, uh, the yeah. knowledge that's around you, it goes back for years. And you know, it is all about the uh, relationship. Most definitely. Yeah. And the authenticity of the person. You Correct. Know, and that's what I've really been connecting with. So speaking of authenticity, uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, the Influencers Channel. Okay, you and I have been speaking about you uh, doing a show on the network. Yes, indeed. Of course, uh, and you, uh, you know, we go through a certain a certain process that we have to go through to make sure that we're putting all the pieces in place. Uh, mm -hmm. And you had a lot of great, great ideas. You know, I don't want to give it all away now, but just you know, uh, put yourself behind the mic for a minute. What kind of content do you see yourself doing on your own show? You know, um, I, I was listening to a speaker uh, a couple of weeks ago, and he said you should walk around with a notebook because everything you experience in life is content. 
right? Yep. And um, that's what I want my channel to be, the content that I experience in life, because yep. that means if I experience it, other people are, are as well. Um, and we were talking on the phone yesterday, and there's a, there's some, there, I guess it's a concept that I've, I've adopted, and it's called dating yourself, you know? There um, it is. And I think, I think that's, the, that's, that's the premise, one of the most important things about being successful, because it's, 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 it's a lot more intrinsic than it is extrinsic. And you have to learn to date yourself. And um, the simple concept of dating yourself is not just spending time watching TV or, you know, kicking a ball, but rather really challenging yourself and stretching yourself, you know, and taking the time to struggle and overcome, you know, to think and to learn. Because once once you date yourself and learn who you are, you're better to society, you're better to whoever you date in the future, you're a better parent, you're a better coworker, because you know yourself. And people don't have to deal with your craziness because you know how to deal with it before you put yourself out there. You know? Um, Absolutely. So so well, things like that. Yeah, yeah, well said. And we, yes, we talked about that last night. And, you know, it's just such, uh, just the methodology behind it makes so much sense. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, so it's going to be great. Now, I will also want to talk to you about uh, fashion. You know, you're becoming uh-huh. a bit of an icon. Uh, but not just because of the clothes, more about the attitude or benefit of looking good. Yeah. You see, I, I have this concept that um, that fashion is music you can wear, right? That's nice. something I've, nice. I, I've always been a believer of. Um, and I love music and I love fashion. And they're, they're both very melodic in a certain way. I had a lady come up to me yesterday and she said, you know, your aura that you carry is very melodic. No, I hadn't spoken to her yet. She just came up to me and said that. And that's just an affirmation of that. You know, fashion is just a byproduct of who you are, of how you express yourself. It's it's me saying, hello, my name is, sure. before we actually before we actually talk, you know. And, um, yeah, I know fashion is, fashion is a beautiful <laughs> thing, and it's, it's, it's something I'm combining. To okay, people, gotcha. You know? now, now, are you, are you creating your own fashion line, or what's going on, Mr. Lifestylist? You know, um, I've actually, on... Uh, undercover, underground. I've been I've been developing a fashion line <laughs> that I that I want to target um, first my island um, to kind of capture the heritage and then from there take it um, around the world. But um, there are many things on my plate right now. So for now, I keep my ideas in my sketchbook. Gotcha. Yeah, well, yeah. Smart thing to do. Very smart thing to do. Uh, yes, now indeed. let's let's talk millennials. Uh, we're in a whole different realm right now with technology and advanced technology we're talking about ai there's so much going on right now and the millennials are a big part of this market uh you are a millennial yeah okay yes so speaking to millennials you know how would you speak to millennials in terms you know of their passion you know and not losing hope or faith in themselves you know the, the thing about millennials is that we live in a generation where resources are so heavily attainable, you know? Yep. And, and sometimes the, the, the availability of so many resources can be overwhelming for some people. And then also you're getting so much content in one day. So you see your friends who are doing all these things. You see these people doing all these things. And it's very easy to lose yourself. Right. Um, you, you, it's very easy to get mixed up in the culture and like – you know, styles are changing every six months and how do you keep up? So the thing about millennials is finding the authenticity of yourself. You know, um, in marketing, it's, it's proven that to millennials, uh, authenticity is uh, more important than quality, you know? And 
what millennials need to start finding is authenticity, and that starts with themselves. You know, that starts with finding who you are and where you fit. So even though everything's moving, even though everything seems very fast, um, it, it, it doesn't mean you have to get caught up into it. <laughs> learn, you know, learn your pace, learn who you are within the mix, Love and it. find what works for you. Um, it. And it's a process to it. Um, sure. It, Everything's it can, a process. Yeah, Absolutely. It, it can be confusing to some, but the millennials have so, so many resources to be successful with. It's just a matter of them zoning down on who they are, what they want to do, yep. and then taking that step after that. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Jean-Luc, what's next for you? What's next? Man, what's next? you know, uh, only God knows. <laughs> no, um, uh, it's probably the best you know, answer I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably the most honest answer I can yeah. give you. Um, I, I, we were talking the other day, and I told you um, uh, I, I was working for a marketing agency, and I decided to quit. You know, I, wouldn't, I wanted to do something else. And in the last six weeks, I mean, I've gone from starting this brand to speaking in Mexico to working with the talent agency to becoming a partner in this um, event company, which is phenomenal. You know, putting music showcases around the country, giving opportunities to musicians, get connecting to more millennials. So, you know, I've, I've learned that I'm, I'm just a little too intentional. So at this point in my life, I'm just going to do what I'm good at and then let, let, let everything else happen the way Love it needs it. to happen. You know, but I can tell you what is happening next for sure. I will be joining you and the team and making some great shows in Voice America. That's what I like to hear. You know, when I said what's next, ultimately that's what I wanted to hear. So, great job. Well, listen, uh, Gianluca, we're going to uh, to go to break. Uh, don't right. forget to follow up on Twitter at Finding Your Frequency or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Finding Your Frequency net. I am Jeff Spinard, and you're listening to voiceamerica.com. Finding Your Frequency. We'll be back after these short messages. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Join Voice America as we broadcast live for three days from the SAP Sapphire Now event starting Tuesday, May 16 at 7.30 a.m. Pacific, 10.30 a.m. Eastern. Our events team will be on site with Bonnie D. Graham, host of Coffee Break with Game Changers Radio presented by SAP on the Voice America Business Channel. She'll be asking savvy thought leaders about today's exciting business and technology trends. For info, visit events.sap.com. Listen live May 16 through 18 at voiceamerica.com slash live events. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. 
If you're an influencer, you don't follow the trends, you set them. Voice America influencers are involved in creating change in personal and professional lives, collaborating and driving value to make our lives better. We have world-renowned thought leaders, speakers, authors, entrepreneurs, artists, and some of the most influential voices today. Listen in today to what they have to say. Engage in the conversation. The Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Answer the call. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You're tuned into Finding Your Frequency with hosts Jeff Spinard and Ryan Treasure. Connect with the show. Call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. And welcome back to Finding Your Frequency. I'm your host, Jeff Spinard. I'm your stand-in co-host, John Missile. <laughs> Thank you, John. Here you are today. Okay, coming up next, uh, this gentleman is been around the block and then some. Uh, a talented musician, producer, and composer, Mr. Morris Hayes served the better part of the last 20 years as a musical director and keyboardist for Prince. He first came to Prince's attention in 1991 when he and his bandmates were the house bands for the artist uh, uh, Minneapolis club Glam Slam. Prince asked, them, asked the band to go on the Diamonds of Pearls tour uh, to back one of Paisley Park's uh, recording artist, Carmen Electra. During that tour, Prince was so impressed with Morris that he ultimately asked him to join the new power generation, and Morris would remain the keyboard player for the MPG for nearly 20 years and also went on to become its musical director. Morris appeared on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon uh, in January with Minnesota's singer-songwriter Kobe, who had uh, tapped him to help uh, doctor the rehearsals in advance of the television performance. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Morris Hayes. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> How are you, man? <laughs> yeah, right. I like that. <laughs> it's great to have you on the show, man. I, I got a little twisted there because you know, I'm just thinking, you know, all the stuff you must have, you know, witnessed over the years, you know, uh, playing with Prince, and obviously you're a hugely successful, talented uh, musician. Uh, tell well, us a little I bit about your it. journey. Well, I mean, it, it was a, a quite a fascinating journey. I mean, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a very blessed brother to be able to have uh, done as much as I have with the limited amount of training uh, that I had. You know, a lot of times, man, when you when you're dealing with you know music, musicians of that caliber, you know, a lot of these guys went to Juilliard and 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 Berkeley and some of the really great schools and right. conservatories and things of that nature. And I, and I and I didn't really do any of that. I really got a lot of mine just from school hard knocks and just uh, you know just just saying I'm going to do it, you know what I mean? Right. So I'm, I'm very honored to have uh, uh, played with some of the people that I've worked with over the years because they are top flight musicians and, and the best in the business, man. You know, Prince worked with the best. And for me to even be able to, to, to hang with some of these guys, man, is an honor. So I'm, I'm real grateful. Absolutely. You know, it, it takes me back. You know, music is, is life. I mean, you know, there are certain times and generations and, you know, music that brings you back. It was funny because as a kid, I was always the rock and roll, the leather jacket, the Iron Maiden t-shirts. My, oh, yeah. My brother was Prince. 
you know, uh, Prince and Run DMC. And, you know, so we had two different flavors when we were younger. But, of course, as we get older, we start crossing the lines. And he starts walking into my world, and I walk into his a little bit. But, you know, yeah. I was so amazed with Prince and his guitar playing and his musical skills. But the band that surrounded him. You know, you guys were yeah. sensational. Yeah, I mean, again, I mean, he always used some of the, you know, he would find some of the most incredible musicians. And some of them, you know, he grew up with, like, you know, Sonny Thompson uh, was a current, you know, member in the yep. MPG that we put back together. I mean, uh, you know, the story is that, I mean, Sonny used to just look up at his basement window, see two, window and see these two Afros, which was like Andre <laughs> Simone and Prince, like, just, you know, in the window, like, watching him do what he did, you know, so... <laughs> It, it, you know, it's like these amazing stories and and, and of all of this uh, from Minneapolis when they were growing up with so many people that was, you know, working on the music and, and doing things they were doing around that time, you know. So it was very interesting and very intriguing, you know. So it's a lot of history there. Yeah, that was a great time in music, too, when uh, you were having that change, so to speak. And, and I know it's much past that, but I grew up with that. 60s music, you, you know, you, you transition from old rock and roll, and then you watch the mm. Beatles take some of that stuff from the 50s and, and the 40s even, and then the British rock came along. Don't go too far back, John. And people kept... <laughs> <laughs> and, and back when they first had dirt. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it, 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 I think the interesting thing about your story is he saw that talent, and you went to... And, and you came up, did, did you think in your experience of coming up without having some of that formal training that when you blended with those people that it made it even so much more of a talent that they came together because you were coming from two different fields to blend music together? Yeah, I mean, I, I guess for me, it, it, it's just amazing because, you know, I, I just was a kid with a dream. You know, when, when Prince came to my town, in Pine Bluff, Arkansas, and uh, and me and my college buddies, uh, and, and uh, 1982 went to see the show. You know, Prince. I think he only been there that once. He came once. And I don't know if he ever. He didn't come back again. But uh, for me, it was just one of those uh, seismic moments when you realize that's my destiny. You know, I didn't know how. I had no music connections. I had no, you know, like I said, no formal training other than just playing at church, you know. And and I saw it, and I knew that's what I had to do. I just, you know, I saw the time, and I saw him, and I was like, man, this is it. This is, yeah. and all roads led to Minneapolis. And so, you know, and at the time, you know, Minneapolis was a music mecca, you know, everything Prince and, mm -hmm. and, yeah. and um, at the time, Jam and Lewis was working on was just, you know, Radio <laughs> Gold. And for us, it was like uh, something's in the water. We need to go uh, to this this new music mecca and see what what we can source out, you know. And Absolutely. So coming here and making this pilgrimage to like come here and 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 try to you know blend in with the scene, I was incredibly fortunate because I was able to come in town and and you know uh, relatively uh, you know not that much. Uh, resistance that I had, you know, coming in, you know, a lot of times you spend a lot of years in a specific area trying to get into a certain situation. And that's not to say I didn't pay dues sure. in my cover bands and everything prior to coming to Minneapolis, because we did. Uh, but once we got here, you know, uh, it only took, you know, a couple of years, a couple few years to just kind of like really get, you know, position ourselves. And that was due to the fact that we had so many people that was working with us uh, to, to try to, my, when I say us, I mean myself and my, uh, at the time, bandmate Greg Sane that uh, that was in a band with me that uh, that, that the revolution saw uh, that kind of was the, uh, 
reason why we we're here. So, you know, we, we kind of were able to uh, get to the right people, like Craig Rice, who was a road manager for Prince back in the day that saw us and was also running the, the, uh, the uh, facility. And he just gave us jobs and, you know, kind of like let us kind of do what we could do. And I was, you know, had a walkie talkie, man, and was picking up the talent in a van. So, I, you know, that was my gig. And but it was anything I could do to kind of be around the music and kind of like uh, I was cool with it. You know, I'm like, man, I, you know, I can pick up George Clinton and Mavis Staples and Tevin Campbell and all these people, and bring them to the studio for the movie they were shooting. I was like, this is cool. And then when I got that done, I could hang out, you know, so. There's Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis playing video games while they're in between shoots. <laughs> so it was cool, you know, and it just was a, a, an extraordinary time uh, in Minneapolis. It was a, so much buzz and so much things going on. So it was just, it, you know, it just was like being in the center of uh, uh, the eye of all of that that was happening at the time. That's awesome. That's a, And, of course, uh, Morris, this show is called Finding Your Frequency. So, right. uh, you know, uh, we just heard, you know, pretty much where you found your frequency um, what, yeah. uh, what's what's going on in your life now? Well, there, there's several things. You know, I'm, I'm I'm always trying to you know improve and and work on a, a lot of things and just you know just try to stay focused. But uh, a couple of things I'm working on, of course, uh, I'm doing a, a project called World Symphony for Peace, uh, which I, I'm working with a young lady named Zoe Ryan. Uh, she's a good friend of mine. He used to manage me back in the day, and she was living in China. And uh, you know, I was and she invited me to come and do. Uh, an event with her in China and then I ended up going over and spending about five months I think total um, there but you know she came up with a cool idea about how we could kind of use music as a platform to really uh, to 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 give a voice to peace and, and understanding and, and uh, you know camaraderie between humans and you know my thing is you know we watched a pretty vitriolic re- uh, election uh, over yep. t- 2016 and one thing is uh, I, I was always voicing to her just how we need a counterbalance to to all of that that was happening and just you know just show ways that humans can 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 interact that's from different walks of life different backgrounds different ideology and all of those types of things and and do something cool with using music as a platform and, and that's what we came up with uh was world symphony for peace where i would go to different countries and like in china and work with some local musicians and i'll go to scotland i'll go to australia i'll go to uh sri lanka i'll go to you know brazil and cuba just different places and just collaborate with musicians just to show that there are more things that connect us and separate us. And that's the whole point of World Symphony for Peace, that we all come together. Uh, symphony just being a way to like put everything together. Everybody has a, a part to play. If you got a symphony, you know, you may be playing a, the timpani, but by itself it may not mean a whole lot. But in the, in the, in the works of everything else, then you got this, this wonderful tapestry of sound. And so that's what it is that we're trying to do with the World Symphony for Peace, go amongst different nations different people and as music uh persons uh, just show the world that like there are things that connect us all that and music is one of those powerful forces that that can do that it connects us all and usually whatever your religious or political type of standings everybody can agree we all love music and we all love uh, entertainment and that, that sort of thing which is why it always thrives even when Things are bad in the world and depressions and things. Music always thrives. And so we want to just use the powerful platform to just try to do some good and bring people together. So that's what that's about. And then, of course, uh, I, I have my, my group, the NPG. Of course, after uh, Prince's untimely demise, uh, you know, there's 
um, a lot of demand for his music uh, and a lot of demand for uh, all things Prince. And, you know, we were a big part of uh, that along with the revolution and Third Eye Girl. So we just want to do our part for the fans who still love sure. Prince and still love Prince music and go out and, and, and try to do a very good representation of what we used to do uh, when he was among us. So that, is that keeping you busy right now? A lot going yeah, on with that? Yeah, we just did a show um, uh, here a couple of weeks ago uh, for this, uh, the first anniversary of his passing, and, and, and it was very cool. I mean, it was so good to see a lot of faces that I've seen over the years uh, on tour, and um, that was cool. And, and, and just to get together with the cats again, you know, and just, uh, you know, some of these guys I haven't played with in ages, you know, since the, we did a tribute back in October uh, of, of last year. And... Um, and it's just good to just reconnect with, you know, Andre Simone and, and uh, Tony M and all of the guys, you know, Barbarella and, you know, all of the guys that I, you know, did so much of this musical history with. And so it was just very cool to to, um, to get together and do that again, man. And, and the biggest part of it is that the fans love it. I mean, that's why we do this music. We, you know, it's a gift. And I think we have to do the best we can to disseminate the gift and, and, and give that back, man. Uh, you know, uh, us for, you know. I'm just, I'm just so with you, uh, Jean Luca. You're sitting here very quiet. Now you got to be digging on this. Oh man, I'm loving it. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm. This is beautiful to me. You um, know, mu- I... music ha- is its own language. It does bring people together. And Morris, I believe you're absolutely right. You know, the the world is moving more to uniform, and you know, uh, cultures coming together. And you know, it's just so great yeah. to hear. You know, everything that's going on. Uh, in the world right now, so and music is always going to be uh, the center and what brings it all together. So I agree, absolutely. Yeah, I agree. You never see any better diversity and camaraderie than at any show where music is, regardless how small, how large. Yeah, agreed. John, look yeah, you, absolutely. You got anything for Morris? Uh, you know, you're you're ask ask any question you want. Yeah, no. Um, you know, you, you mentioned you didn't have any formal training, and um, um, I actually have some friends. You probably, you probably know um, Marcus Anderson. Um, oh, of course, yeah. Yeah, a good friend great. of mine, and, and Adrian Clutchfield, because I play saxophone as well. Absolutely. And um, and those are some great guys, and I, I know Prince was very much for perfectionist. So mm-hmm. in, in, in order for you to capture his attention like that, you know, um, it had to be it has to be more than just talent. So my question is, like, when, when you play... What is it that's fueling your music? Like, where's your mind? What are you thinking? Like, um, you know, in, in that moment where you're on stage, when Prince must have said, like, wow, this guy is more than just a keyboardist. You know, he's a he's a revolutionary in his art. You know, where's your mind? Like, where, where are you at that point? Well, I, I think the best way to answer that is 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 one of the lessons, and there were many lessons. I look at Prince as a, as a music sensei. He was like... Uh, this guru like you know they call him the purple yoda for a reason <laughs> and uh, and and i think uh the, the, one of the reasons for me is because yeah he was a perfectionist but one of the biggest lessons i think i learned is when him saying is respect the music it's just about honoring the music and, and i mean even in even in a situation I, I was just telling a story the other night when just he and i was at his place in la and we just like messing around and i'm playing drums and he's playing guitar and messing around and you know it's just me and him and we just jamming and i'm thinking there's you know no pressure there's nobody watching it's just and and you know and he can jam for hours and right. be like after a while you're like i'm tired i don't really play drums my arms hurt and i, I started just trying to kind of you know like changing the beat and right. just like what he's like what why, why'd you do that and i'm like oh well you know i just 
you know, just switched just it up around. a little bit. And, and, and he's like, you know, if you're if you're gonna if you're gonna play, then play it right and <laughs> and and, and, respe- and respect the music. Yeah. I don't care whether it's you know his thing was more for ten or ten thousand. It's the same show, brother. You got to give it all you got for ten people or ten thousand. That wow. was his thing, and and he was very serious about that because he respected the music. Yep. It's the best advice I can give to any upcoming musician budding. That you know, and there's some really great players, and you know, sometimes it gets to this whole show. I'm I, I don't man, this these kids out here like crazy. They're like the Matrix. You know, they're so good because they can go on YouTube and study the masters and, and just watch somebody's hands and learn at exponential levels. You know, far beyond when. When I was coming up, you know, you just had to like go and actually see people. Now you got this thing you can jack into and get every kind of training you want to get on this journey on the spot. And I think what they tend to miss, though, is you can learn all these chops and you can learn all of this stuff. But if you're not playing together, if you're not playing as a team, if you don't look at it as a team sport, then you got a sorry situation when it comes to music because you have all of these people who may very well be Michael Jordans in their own right. But if they don't learn how to play like a team and like a group, it's all for naught. Michael Jordan, you know, as great as he was, I yep. mean, until he's Still got a team, team. Absolutely. You, you have to have that cohesive unit in order mm-hmm. to win a championship. There's a lot of great players out there individually. Sure. But until you put a team together that can really deliver on uh, making a, making the situation uh, you know, powerful. That's that's the missing link, and I think that's one of the biggest things. And so I always tried to stay in the moment, man, and and do the best I could to execute. I had a lot of technical technical things that could go wrong because we were doing things nobody else did in the business. Most yeah. people use recordings and things like that, and I had to trigger a lot of samples and a lot of stuff in real time because Prince didn't like sequencers and he didn't like recordings and things like that and he loved to say like we real musicians playing real music <laughs> and so we had to play all of that stuff in real time you know so that was yeah. a lot of is a big challenge man and i, I but, remember uh, actually seeing you know. prince on tv yeah respect the music was always what he did say i was just hearing you say and then just remembering seeing him saying that all the time respect the music that's cool man yeah that was big for him it was really was yep Yep. Yeah. All right. So, uh, Morris, I want to talk to you a little bit. We're uh, about to get into a commercial break. But before okay. we get there, uh, I am talking to you, of course, uh, much like Gianluca, about being a part of the Influencers Channel. Mm-hmm. So talk Absolutely. to me. Talk to me. Well, I, I think it's a great uh, opportunity. And, 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 and by the way, thank you again for, the, for that opportunity to just be able to, uh, uh, again, disseminate uh, different types of information and, and just uh, uh, talk about all of the things that uh, as humans that, that's important to us, you know, like if it's in the musical field and that's that's where I am and that's the kind of things that I'd like to discuss and, and the power of music and the power of media and, and that sort of thing. I have a lot of like Hollywood friends and of course music industry friends and just, uh, you know, political friends and just different folks like that and to me, what we should use any of these platforms should be as a, a betterment to humankind. I mean, we should use these things as a as a way to kind of enhance people's lives. And if we can do that, to me, that's a win-win, you know, if we can do anything like that. So we want to be able to entertain and just, you know, maybe there's some insight people could get on things musical and things like that. But we always want to offer up something that's going to be a plus to anybody's daily journey, just like, Absolutely. you know, just... You know, what can we do that's going to make somebody's way a little easier to go or whatever? 
uh, a better understanding or whatever it is that we can do to just like uh, facilitate that. That's what we really are interested in. So hopefully I'll be able to use the platform to talk about all things musical and, and what's going on in the world of entertainment. You know, I got some really good friends like, you know, J.J. Abrams, who is like a, this amazing filmmaker, yes, to, uh, who I'm honored to have as a good buddy that I can like text when I'm sitting in the movies and I can be like, bro, I'm here with the guys from NASA and we're watching Star Trek and they're like <laughs> talking like actual stuff about the the movie. It was kind of crazy. You know, it's kind of funny that I'm sitting here with these guys that are the real uh, Big Bang Theory people. Like they're the real cats that work at JPL. And I'm like texting JJ going like, bro, they, they're like talking about the movie. And it's crazy because they're saying some stuff that's way over my head, over my pay grade, man. But it was, it's cool to be able to do that. You know, it's, it's cool. Right, right. John straight from an influence right here. It's got to be a great show right now. Yeah, without a doubt. Uh. <laughs> Listen, um, I, Morris, I want to thank you so much for being on the show today. Uh, such Happy a, to do it. Such a great history. And, you know, we'll dedicate more time to each one of you uh, in the future. But awesome. Uh, so thanks again for being on the show. Uh, we're going to go ahead to break now. Uh, don't forget to follow up on Twitter at Finding Your Frequency or on Facebook at Facebook.com forward slash Finding Your Frequency Net. I'm Jeff Spinard, and you're listening to VoiceAmerica.com, Finding Your Frequency. We'll be back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Join Voice America as we broadcast live for three days from the SAP Sapphire Now event starting Tuesday, May 16 at 7.30 a.m. Pacific, 10.30 a.m. Eastern. Our events team will be on site with Bonnie D. Graham, host of Coffee Break with Game Changers Radio presented by SAP on the Voice America Business Channel. She'll be asking savvy thought leaders about today's exciting business and technology trends. For info, visit events.sap.com. Listen live May 16 through 18 at voiceamerica.com slash live events. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. If you're an influencer, you don't follow the trends, you set them. Voice America influencers are involved in creating change in personal and professional lives, collaborating and driving value to make our lives better. We have world-renowned thought leaders, speakers, authors, entrepreneurs, artists, and some of the most influential voices today. Listen in today to what they have to say. Engage in the conversation. The Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Answer the call. 
Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You're tuned into Finding Your Frequency with hosts Jeff Spinard and Ryan Treasure. Connect with the show. Call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. And welcome back to Finding Your Frequency. I am your host, Jeff Spinard. And I'm their guest co-host, John Missel. My fill-in co-host, Mr. John Missel, which uh, Ryan should be touching down and uh, probably going to be at the office any second now. But, of course, this is the health segment, and we have uh, Mr. Ken Ludwig on the line. Coach Ken, how are you? I am fabulous, Jeff. Good to be with you as always. And I didn't realize your sidekick today was the infamous Mr. Missel. Yes, Hello, John. It is. Hey. Hello, Ken. How are you? John, you're infamous. I'm fabulous. You're infamous, man. Uh, I don't what, know can I, what can I say? I'm also almost dead. <laughs> well, okay, yeah, right. Well, well in, in famous. Okay, that makes sense. I get it. <laughs> Ken, you just have that voice, that, that, that you know, let's get going type voice. You know that? Who, me? Yep. Every time I hear it, I think, okay, it's time to get motivated. That's pretty funny. You know, it's, I, do, I, I do have another radio show periodically, um, and the guy who co-hosts that once in a while introduced me one day as this guy could absolutely inspire me to paint my house <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> right right and, and i came on laughing and i said to him hey, i got news for you daniel if i'm going to inspire you to paint anything it'll be my house <laughs> <laughs> yeah there you go exactly right right <laughs> that's funny that's funny so here we are how are you you my friend you were doing fabulous where did it, uh, did i read my my text message correct you are down to 271 today down to 271 today that puts me at what i was at 407 so that's what almost 36, 36 pounds baby mm-hmm. 36 pounds i guess we're uh today tuesday what we're at 20, we're actually 20, on 30. i i did a count today we're at day 39 so you're right at oh, that it's 39 day. okay cool yeah. well that that makes more sense then uh, <laughs> you know, because that's a that's pretty good, pretty good weight loss. I thought I was at the thirty day mark, but I'm a little past that. No, you're you're doing really, really okay. incredibly well. Your body obviously is responding well to the nutrition that we're supplying it. Um, and as we talked about last week, we're going to move now back into your your ten day transformation cycle to get uh, to take another big leap, if you will, um, yeah. and may, and maybe see if we can knock off a big chunk of pounds over the course of the next ten days. So I'm looking forward to seeing how that works for you. Absolutely. And you know what? I uh, I got the products, which funny story is that I didn't even know they were here. Uh, they were in my accountant's office under her desk because they didn't, they weren't postmarked to anybody. Uh, so, you know, as I'm looking around saying, did I get a package? She's like, oh, yeah, I got them right here. I think <laughs> this is it right here. So, That's great. You know, Got to pay a little more attention. <laughs> I know, I know. Here I am sitting and waiting because, you know, while I'm in the middle of getting myself uh, back to another 10-day transfer, transformation, uh, I'm, you know, kind of playing around with a little bit of uh, food, you know, protein, things like that, uh, which I've been consistently losing, but I don't want to veer too uh, far from the path. So, Coach Ken, uh, you know, what do you got to say about that? You know, you just, the truth is exactly what you just said, Jeff. You don't want to veer too far from the path because what happens is really simple. It's, you're just, 
as as magnificent as you are, Jeff Spinard, you're still just a freaking human being. Yeah. And, you know, we all have that tendency when we break the schedule, and the schedule is so important to keep us on track. When we break that, we go right back to our default thinking, which is our old bad habits. Right. And that's going to take us nowhere but back into whatever they were, you know, a bag of chips, a bag of, of, of Hershey's sure. miniatures, whatever it looked Late like for night, you. Sherbert. You know, yeah, you're, I mean, you know, you're a guy with, you remind me, you're so funny, man. You're, you remind me of my hours 20 years ago. I mean, you keep these crazy hours and what happens is when you're a single guy, you go home late at night and you sit down and you eat a bunch of stuff that just, you lay down in bed and it turns to fat while you're sleeping. Well, yeah, um, right, you're, exactly. You're not doing anything to burn it off. Well, yeah, yeah, you know, my hours are, are uh, very all over the place. You know, right. it's uh, it's time for me to get back on a steady schedule. But you'll see me up at 4 in the morning. You'll see me up at 1 a.m. And I'm talking to people that are on my schedule, too. Uh, you know, just busy with doing things up late. And you're right. When I, was, when I wasn't single, you know, lifestyle was a little bit different, in bed by 11, you know, things like that. So, you know, since I've been on my own, and even before I've been fluctuating with weight, uh, but, you know, mainly since I've kind of more been on my own, just, you know, snacking, working, yep. watching, yep. you know, and Sorry. just sitting on my ass. Talked to a guy yesterday who's uh, who's not really far off of your ballpark. He's um, he's somebody I've worked with before. He's let himself go. He's back with me. He's at three forty-five is what he started at. Yeah. Lost twenty pounds in the first ten days, um, and he's in the same exact same boat. He's a single guy in his forties. Actually, he's at, I think early fifties. But he's you know, there's there's the way he put it was there's not a lot of recipes for one. Yeah, um, yeah. you know, sure. and and those recipes come really easy. Off a bag of something out of Seven Eleven, all of a sudden there's a recipe for one. That's right. You know, um, it's also a recipe for a flipping disaster, <laughs> but but it's a recipe for one. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, you know, and we the again, you've said it a couple of times. The schedule thing is very important to most people. It is obviously very important to you because your schedule is so all over the board. You make you make me laugh when you say you're talking to people who are in the same time frames as you. We've had a couple of occasions <laughs> where I get up in the morning and you and I are exchanging text messages at five thirty or six a.m. And you then text, okay, I'm going to bed now. And I'm like, wow, we're like living in, it's like we're living on two different planets, yeah, man. I'm yeah. just getting up, you're just going to bed. Yeah, I'm going to get two hours of sleep, and then I'll uh, get back up, get back to work. So, you know. Yeah, so listen, So here's here's what we're, 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 what we're looking at here. Um, yep. You're going to do your 10-day. You're going to start t- tomorrow, yep. I'm assuming? Yep, okay. I just so, uh, got my products. I just took them out of the box just now as we were speaking. All right, so tomorrow morning, first thing, get a good weight. So you got your five, your first five days are Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday morning. Get yourself a good weight. You and I will do a check-in call um, on Thursday before we do the show on Friday. Okay, okay and yeah, I'll, sounds good. I'll be doing I'll be doing the show from the balcony of my one-bedroom condo in beautiful Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Oh, so that's I look forward to next week next week's show. <laughs> that's awesome. Hey, but, you know what? That's the beauty of what we do. You could be anywhere in the world and still be right on time. You know what, man? That's that's one of the things um, you know that that I talk about with with my business with network marketing. You can literally do it from anywhere. Now, I will sit on that balcony in Cabo, and I will work an hour, an hour and a half every single morning. I won't miss a beat. I'll make just as much money as I would have made here sitting in my office. The difference is, I'll be in Cabo. 
Right, uh, right, right. You know? <laughs> so you can do it. You can do it from anywhere. But I, the thing that's important to me is that next week we're going to finish this ten day. We're probably going to move, I hope, right into another ten day. And I think it's time for us to start getting your your listeners engaged. And I think what you and I need to do next is we, we've been talking about this and talking about this. It's time to put yeah. together a contest. We're going to do some kind of a biggest loser contest. Won't be a uh, total number of pounds lost. Be a percentage kind Sounds of thing. Sounds right. Won't, um, wouldn't be and fair. We'll, and we'll have some really, really, really nice prizes that will incentivize people to do this and to follow along with <laughs> Jeff Spinard. If you got, and I don't care if you got eight pounds to lose or you got eighty pounds to lose, doesn't make a difference. If you stick with Jeff and me, and you stick with our products, what we're going to do is stick with you as long as you stick with us, um, and we'll get you wherever it is you want to go. So I think that's the that's kind of the next step for you and me, Jeff, is to take what we're doing personally and take it out and do it. Collectively, well, yeah, we've been talking about this, uh, I think, too long now. So it is time to really put something together. You know what? You know, healthy is where people uh, want to be. It's where they want to go. Uh, you know, there's a generation coming up that's, you know, uh, I don't know what with this generation if it's the if the size keeps increasing. Is that correct? Oh, without a doubt. So yeah. you know, just, I know there's a lot of bigger. people out there that want to lose weight. And there's certain people that are in the inner circle that I know would like to lose a few pounds. So it's a healthy, it's healthy for you. You feel better. So you know what? Time to get maybe a little uh, incentive behind to pull the people together. You know what? Let's and let's let's do something. Let's do something crazy. Let's do let's do a two tier deal. Let's. Why don't we get all the people two in the tier, inner circle? Yeah, I'm all, sorry, the, all the people in the inner circle who are interested in doing this, why don't we get them together in this coming week? Let's get them all hooked up, ready to go, start the same day, work together, and there'd be a great atmosphere for the office to support one another. So when that one person has the dark day of the soul and they're like, okay, I can't stand anymore, I'm going to have a pizza, you got four or five <laughs> other people going, oh, no, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> you're one right. of us, buddy. You're staying right. Here's your shake. Go, have you nice have time. yourself a nice green shake. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> Hey, you know what? But it works. Very filling. And and does the winner uh, get a week in that condo in Cabo? You know, if uh, if the the, the condo <laughs> complex in Cabo will give it to him, sure. <laughs> you know, this is, you know, I'll tell you what, guys. This is like it's like an old joke. You know, the um, the timeshare paradigm. I bought a timeshare a hundred years ago, and I really never used it. And since Lisa, my my now wife, has come into my into my life, who John, you've met, and Jeff, yes. you've met her too when we were down there. But the um, Lisa and I just got married back in December after twelve years together. We finally Congrats. figured well. Congrats, we, bud. Thank you. We gave it a big enough try. Now maybe we got a shot. Yeah. Right. Um, so we, so we made it official. But, I thought so. But I started. She and I started using the condo. I mean the the timeshare a couple a few years ago, and it's just awesome. I mean we're going to a four and a half star resort for a week. It cost me one hundred and eighty nine bucks. Nice. You got to appreciate yeah. that. Okay. Buck eighty nine. Yeah. yeah. You know, I pay, I pay six hundred dollars and so in in maintenance during the course of the year. Right. But I mean, it's a it's a two hundred and fifty yeah. three hundred dollars night gig. Yeah, I got I got a condo in in, uh, in Las Vegas, and of course with the timeshare, you know, you get to trade trade the the company I work with. I forget the three letters, but one of those three letter uh, gigs. Uh, but I could trade anywhere, you know, around the world. So I've still been using it for to go to Vegas. I go to Vegas all the time, but. Yeah, I'm going to trade that out someday to go to Cabo or somewhere somewhere really yeah. nice. Well, ours is actually here in Avon, Colorado. Avon, I, Colorado. We started, yeah, we started trading it out. Avon, Colorado is right at the foot of Beaver Creek Ski Resort. But gotcha. we trade it out now. Gotcha. Go other places. We're running out of time here, guys. Yes, we are. Okay, so listen, Coach Kent, thanks for being on the show again. And uh, same bat time, same bat place next week. Uh, we're going to go ahead. We're going to wrap up the show. 
Don't forget to follow up on Twitter at Finding Your Frequency or on Facebook at finding uh, Facebook.com forward slash Finding Your Frequency Net. I'm Jeff Spinard. I'm John Missile. And we're calling it a day. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Have a great one, guys. All Thanks, right, guys. Ken.